Alrighty, let's get started. Happy New Year and welcome to the Scuttlebutt Podcast. I'm Rich Mellon. And I'm Sandy Mellon. And uh, as you all probably know already, Scuttlebutt Podcast is part of the Trapping Inc. family of media. Empire. I keep telling you, just make it simple. Media empire. (laughs) Part of the Trapping Inc. media empire. So we're really glad that you could join us today. Thanks very much for being here. And like Rich said, um, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday to me, all of those kinds of things that have been going on since we talked to you last, but it's been a really long time since we did a podcast. Well, yeah, because I mean, you you do podcasts and then we usually like to keep three weeks to a month ahead of time. uh, And you know, so that then they're they're published uh, in three weeks a month after we do them. Well, this time we... It was like last week I released one that we did back in the... Uh, in the, the end of November. Yeah, end of November. Because it was before. And the only reason I remember that is because we were talking about setting up um, for links and otter because yeah. we hadn't done no. that yet. And December 1st was the opener for, for both of those. So, yeah. Anyway, what? lots of water under the bridge. And there, <laughs> is, there actually is water in some places on our trap line under the bridge this year. But, but. We, we had a little bit of fun with your... Oh, Your yeah, you Christmas guys all present. got to see what my Christmas present was, and then, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 heated, uh, the lighted, heated outhouse for the girl who has everything. <laughs> uh-huh, and the fact that I am going to start today to make a list for next hey, year. For when actually, I say, what, what do you want for Christmas, and they, you go, I don't know, honey, then my mind is a churn, and this is what I come up with. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was either a stroke of genius or just a stroke, but I didn't care. it turned out pretty good. <laughs> It was very, it it was very unique. I'm not sure how many people get a uh, heat lamp in the outhouse as a Christmas gift, but you know, you gotta admit, not I don't toot, know toot. another person who got that for Christmas. <laughs> unique gifts always come. And not only that, but well, you you you've now sat out there a few mornings and uh, two, two thumbs up. Yeah, hey, I'm just not gonna go there at all. Just doesn't need to be part of our conversation today. Well, show them what else you really got for Christmas. Uh, yeah, what I really got for Christmas is is a pair of these, and this is sheared beaver. Um, for any of you who have watched season five of the TV show, we talk a lot, and then at the at the last show, the thirteenth episode of season five. We do show our king size beaver blanket that was made for us by Sis and Furs from Red Deer, Alberta. Yeah. And uh, and they were from beavers that we had trapped ourselves on our trap line. And then we sent them out to be tanned and sheared. And then we gave them to Lyle um, Scoble. Yeah. Lyle and Carrie Lou. But Lyle is the is the artiste in uh, who, who takes such great care of us and every other customer that they have. So I, this is what's left from those beavers, and it's really cool. I don't know if you can see it. You probably can't get a close-up here, but, but these are like tails and faces yeah. that make up the edges it, there, here. There, there's the whiskers Because you his can face. see yeah. the whiskers. <laughs> and then, of course, he, because he, he does, he knows, just he's so intuitive about working with fur, and I guess that's just... Fur's got a grain, and, and yeah. so he... he he, p- he made a patchwork. Con- yeah, contrasting greens. They're yeah. just gorgeous. They're, they they're... are heirloom items. Yes, family heirlooms. Yeah, they will uh, They will certainly outlast us, as will the beaver blanket. So 
I'm not sure whether they're going to go as a set and there's going to be a wrestling contest amongst our children as to who gets it. Who knows, but we won't be here to that, referee. That, that's, a, that's at least 100 years <laughs> away from now. That's at least 100 years away. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, um, that was my real Christmas present. Not that I don't enjoy the other one, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I got a Christmas present as well, too. Yes, you um, did. Sandy got me a, a new pair of goggles. Now, you watch the show, you know how many times I lose stuff or I break stuff. I'm hard on crap. When, mm-hmm. when something... <laughs> Who when, knew? when something gets my thumbs up, man, it, it's earned it. <laughs> and so I actually never did goggles until just a few years ago. Yes. And it was my trip to Inuvik that I got worried about because we were doing, uh, at one point we had plans of going up to the Arctic Ocean. And so there's going to be 200 and some miles yep. on a snowmobile yep. one way. And I got thinking, maybe I should maybe get goggles. Because I always thought you know, it was just a manly thing. Frostbite was just another day. and you know, <laughs> Freeze your eyeballs. No big yeah, deal. That's right. Yeah. I'll, I'll be able to blink here in a minute man or up. two. And, yeah, man up. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, so then I started. So I got goggles that had fans in them. Waste of goddamn time. I had goggles that were called Sunrise. And that was supposed to be a color that was supposed to enhance light no matter what, the, whether it was light or dark out. And I had yellow ones. And I and I'm like, what a pile of crap. You know, the only thing that worked for me was clear ones. I don't know. Um, it's really hard to figure out, you know, how he feels about all of this. <laughs> I tried it all. Yeah. I spent my money. I've In the last f- uh, three years, I've probably put $400 into goggles, $500 mm-hmm. into goggles. I would say. I lose them. I break least. them. I can't stand them anymore or whatever. And, yeah. And uh, pff, away they go. But I had a pair that was working. And they yeah. were not a very expensive pair, but they had a double layer of plexiglass or whatever yeah. it's called for the plastic yeah <laughs> and, and i didn't realize it was a double air until one day a birch seed got in between <laughs> and i'm like i can't this birch seed's blinking around flipping around in front of me and, and it's like and so i tap on them and it settles to the bottom I'm like, okay next bump i hit it's up in front of my eyes again boss <laughs> it's like but it would be crazy we don't even have a lot of birch out on our line so no. i wonder where that came from that was that was fascinating but the new you should set. have looked around for Chaga. <laughs> yeah. The new set does not have any birch seed in it. They're awesome. Yeah, they are nice. And, and then I also got you a set of wireless headphones so that you can listen to podcasts on your on your travels when I'm not there to chatter your ear off. Yeah. I can listen to your melodic voice all day long. Oh, sure. That's what he says. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, it's been a great holiday season for us and a very busy December, just getting all of the links line set up. I think you've got just about all your pens set up now. We're going to get to that. Yeah. First, let's do some housekeeping here. Oh, okay. Um, our pursuit broadcast in the U.S. is over. We were Q3 and Q4, so it ended uh, New yeah. Year's Day kind of thing. And that we've been contacted by a lot of our viewers in the U.S. Who, see us, it, who see us on Pursuit and are, are quite concerned because they're not seeing us right now. So our contract with Pursuit was only for two quarters, as Rich said. Yeah. Q3 and Q4. But they do have an app that you can watch. It's called Pursuit Up TV. And you can go to, you can find it off the Pursuit channel itself. And uh, you can get it from Google or or uh, the Apple Store. And it allows, what happens is that it has a 90-day lag time. So uh, our shows that aired 90 days ago on the channel are airing today on on the Pursuit app. You can also get it on Pluto TV. Uh, new Samsung uh, Samsung uh, TVs have it come loaded, unless you're in Canada and we they, they don't allow it. 
Oh, but in Canada, you can watch all five seasons as well as the numerous other. You know, we've got this is podcast number 35 or 36. 36. Um, so all of them you can listen to or you can watch um, on YouTube. Yep. And then there's all of the reviews that we've done as well as tech tips and all kinds of things that are on YouTube. So Amazon Prime in the States yes. continues to pull big numbers. Absolutely. If, if you are a member of Amazon Prime, it's just a simple matter of searching for Trapping Inc. TV and we're, all five episodes, our seasons are there. We should say, though, that to find, um, to go to Pursuit, we can go to www.pursuituptv.com backslash trapping dash ink. Back, that, that's, that, that's that's what you would search in order to find right. us on, on the so pursuit that like if up. you if you look for us on yep. pursuit up app then that's how you'll find us but anyway um as you said the amazon prime numbers are big and you can we can also YouTube be found on youtube yes youtube is we really just, growing we just rocketed over two million views and that doesn't sound like a lot until you realize that our average view is over nine minutes yeah now that's a world where Three seconds is considered a view. Yeah. So that's Trapping Inc. Uh, 2015. But it brings us to another question. Um, one of the things we need to do is we need to find ourselves a platform or a home. And we're, well, not- we're a little concerned about um, what's the right word? Uh, well, it's well known that what we do is not mainstream. Yeah. And it's, and so. If we wanted to have a, a a lefty political argument every day, we they they would never mess with our numbers. But one day I release one video and it goes like this, and a week later I release another video and it's like it never existed. So there's some censorship that we are uh, well, we're a little concerned censorship. about. It's just, it's just how they adjust the log the logarithms so that yeah. whether you're you're being seen or not, right? Yeah, and that that's tough. So. We've, we, we Over the last year, we have looked at a, at the Patreon yeah. um, method of delivering a different content. And with different access, I guess, you know, I mean, yes, we're busy and, and we've got a lot of stuff going on. But we want to connect with our fans a little differently and our viewers um, a little differently than what we have before. So we're just wondering what the best way, how do people want to connect with us? Well, you can't build a, a business model on YouTube. No. Because one, one week your, your, As your you said, views and yeah. your pay is here and the next week it's here. Yeah. Like, for instance, I just released that uh, aging and sexing Martin by their skulls, right? They demonetized it. They won't monetize it. Because it has skinned animals, I guess. I guess. It. Like I said, I understand that we're not mainstream and that we are. Yeah. I think we're more mainstream than they than they consider. I mean, we're not hipster stream, put it that way. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Although this is kind of looking hipsterish there, you know. Plaid. You just need, you need a beard to I need to a go beard. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no, I don't. Any, anyway, I mean. So that's not monetized. So any of that work, I don't, I don't get paid for. And, and you know, we want to do it. We want to share it. Yep. I'm, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. Uh, but we need to, it has to be a, you know, something that we can, uh, we can pay for it or we, or we can't keep at it. You know, you yeah. got to pay the mortgage somehow, right? Yeah. I've, he's been listening. We got to pay the mortgage somehow. Yeah. So we don't know. Is it an app? Um, is it a subscriber website of some sort? Um, what do you guys want to see? And you know, is there something that we're not delivering that people do want to see? 
yeah. And another thing, uh, while we're talking about this, we got lots more videos on the way, and uh, like we're doing some skinning vid videos, that kind of stuff. They'll probably be demonetized as well. I expect so, yeah. And that's too bad because they they'll, they'll, they'll drive huge numbers. Yep. You know, like you 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 it'd be nothing to get hundred two hundred thousand views on a on a skinning video, but. Uh, and we're going to be doing doing more podcasts. Uh, we're, we're just moving into, uh, I've now uh, sourced out software that yes. allows us at least to do the podcast in, a, in an audio format. Mm -hmm. The video format w is supposed to be coming, but we're going to yeah. start in an audio so we can do a lot more podcast well our our difficulty is is our location so um, as as many people know we are in northwestern Alberta and uh, we love it here because there aren't that many people here <laughs> but that's also the curse because there aren't that many people here and and we do need to keep our content fresh and and you know invite a a, a more diverse group of trappers into the well, trapping ink world and take a take a look at at our, our podcast numbers yeah i released a new podcast three days later it's in the top five in Canada. yes okay three days later now uh, and then three days after that before i release a new podcast i'm down i'm, I'm down at 60 or 70 yeah but you gotta see so you gotta keep popping that off exactly. well, we need a lot of we we need a, a, a lot of people to be able to talk to well so. we are going to go on a little bit of a tour this summer we are and you know what? If you guys want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at uh, info at trappinginc.com. That's I-N-C. Yeah. Dot com. I just, I just put it out there because... I know, you banker people. It's this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, if you, if you know somebody or if you're interested in doing it yourself, I'm not guaranteeing that anybody will get on. Uh, we have, you know, certain criteria, like... Talking to a blind guy was a lot of fun, you know. And, and there's 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 people who have no, just because it was so cool to watch him, you know. Like he said, you, you ever watch a guy set a set a, a trap by by Braille? No, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry about the technical difficulties there. The, the we ran uh, out of batteries. <laughs> the digital <laughs> recorder. <laughs> we do the we do our audio and our video separately because. Uh, I'm kind of geeky, and it and it's so clean that way. But yep. the digital recorder like needs its batteries changed once a year, and I thought it was July, not January. <laughs> it was a J month, so it's good. <laughs> anyway, we are looking for people to talk to on the podcast. Now we're going to be able to do it over the internet. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I've sourced out software. Um, we've got some USB microphone. It seems that all my guests on the other end are going to need, like, even uh, uh, a pair of iPod uh, uh, earphones, earphones that have a mm -hmm. have the built-in mic, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and maybe even a bit be able to. Attach. Lots of people have those. Yeah, it I, seems, and because I see them all over the place. Or a USB mic of uh, yep. of some sort on their computer. It it, uh, it looks like it's going to be straightforward, but we're looking for information. We're looking for for uh, people's names and contacts. We have some friends in Montana. Yes, uh, and a friend in Wyoming, another over in Idaho that we want to go see as well because we enjoy very much the the interpersonal stuff. Like I'm trying to see who all is going to be at the uh, National Trappers Association this year in. Uh, it's end of July. Kalamazoo, end of July or first middle of July. Oh, maybe sixteenth, eighteenth. I don't. I don't know. Oh, I guess yeah. we'll have to check it out. But anyway, um, it's in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah, and it, that I'm I, a road trip would be awesome. To yeah, I, I you love road trips. I do love road trips. I mean, we we uh, 
we always have a good time. We see some new country and we listen to podcasts and we chatter and we just, yeah, and then we get to meet really cool people along the way. So it's really lots of fun. Okay, so now we've, we've, we've gone through our technical difficulties and we've wandered down the road about, about podcast people and everything. Uh, what else do you want to see? Like yeah. if, if, we, if we brought up uh, a dedicated site or something, um, like personal interaction, uh, you know, we're, we're very active on Facebook and all that yep. stuff. I mean, we're easy to talk to. Uh, you know, do we do a get together? I don't, I don't know what. Um, I do a lot of writing. Yeah. Perhaps do do we, I, you know, set we up. We can publish some of that, publish maybe. PDF or tell us what you like. I mean, yeah. you guys, lots of you folks got to belong to some stuff. I mean, we're way up here in the north. Like we, <laughs> I know the internet's a big world and all that, but we just don't have a lot of interaction. Well, yeah, and it's it would be really fun to hear from people because you never know how we can all come together as a community, even though it's virtual. Um, and I know. How, we yeah. get so many nice letters from people. Yes. You know, and, and, and I especially love, <laughs> I love the ones where they send us pictures of the little guys. Oh, and yeah. And they're holding up a beaver. Or, or Yeah. Well, guys, I'm... I, that, that's that's it's a generic term generic term when it when it comes to me <laughs> but they're holding up a beaver or they're holding up a catfish or whatever i yeah. love those like i mean we have well that just goes right back to when we raised our own kids and we have grandkids yeah. and all that now so anyway get a hold of us whether you've got uh somebody we should we should talk to on, on the podcast because uh, well once... that's how we found mark montsabrotten who yeah. who's the the trapper that we were talking about who, who has only six percent of his vision it, we happened to be at a trade show um, with our with our coffee sponsor, yep. and somebody came up to us and asked us if we would like to go trapping with a blind trapper, and that was just sort of bing. Uh, that's unusual, but it doesn't have to be unusual. We we love talking to people, it, just people. Well, so I mean, with the trapping bend to it, of course, but. The uh, we don't know ma- many of the trappers in the United States. We don't many know many of them at all. So there's a lot of big names that we don't know, right. and that's not no reflection on on them. It's just that trapping is not something that that, that uh, gets a lot of press, and so no. we're, we're we're kind of breaking a lot of trail here. We are, and that's we need to be able to meet these people. Somebody has to tell us about these people, and yes, we, we you know I I don't care what they do in trapping, you know. Um, I, I would love to talk to them. I'd love to sit down and talk to them mm-hmm. and, and, and visit. It, it, it's awesome. Well, and I think that's the thing about our our podcast. If if you're if you're watching or listening for the first time, please go back and and listen and watch to some of our others because it really is just a conversation with people. I mean, we we have a good time just chatting <laughs> together. But when when we get together and talk to somebody, it really is just about having a conversation in somebody's living room, kitchen table. It's no stress. Cabin, no. whatever. It's not um, It's not a high stress thing. It's no, we, just we, we, a bunch we, of people having a conversation. We just had a had digital breakdown here and everything's still going. Yeah. My hair didn't light on fire or anything, so. What hair? Anyway, <laughs> get in touch with us. Info yeah. at trappinginc.com, please. Yeah. Whether it's suggestions for people we should talk to, uh, you know, or suggestions for where should we go for to, to yep. a, a website. I don't think Patreon will work. I think I, I'm afraid to build a community in Patreon and get it taken away from us. Well, and and people with much bigger personalities and, and less... I don't want to say that trapping is controversial, but 
there's always that element that seems to come into it. But but other people who are just more right leaning in their topics of conversation have been censored yep. in the Patreon world. So we don't want that to happen um, no. because we we are sincere about building a community who learn from each other and 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 just you know and I mean be common people with each other. Face it, at my age, I ain't got time to do over. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a spring chicken. Uh, yeah, that's me. So let's get on to some trapping. Now. Let's talk about trapping because it's been a month of go, go yes. on. Yes. Yeah. We well. So December first, as we said earlier, is when otter and lynx open in this area where our trap line is, and you've got I think just about all of your kitty pens set up now. Pretty much. It's been tough because. We started out with a whole bunch of snow, and then it, it just slowly disappeared, slowly disappeared. We had a crazy big rain, and we ended up with... Uh, and we've had very mild temperatures through December. Well, And it's just, just the, those situations where you have a lot of sun, because we do we are yeah. sunny in the wintertime. Yeah. If it's not snowing, it's sunny. <laughs> is, it could be cold, but it's usually very yeah. sunny here. But what, what has happened is, is we've lost so much snow, and, and a lot of... You know, if our trap line was this square here of paper, um, part of it, most of my cat stuff was right in the middle, okay? And that in the middle is all what muskeg. And I don't know if you're familiar with muskeg at all, but it is moss. Yeah, and so wet, wet, wet moss. <laughs> yeah, it's black spruce or tamarack. Where, where yeah. the black spruce can't live, the tamarack live. That's how yeah. bad it is. And then after that, when it's just grass... You're in really bad stuff, <laughs> but you don't stop anywhere. <laughs> this sphagnum moss—it's like great big humps, right? Yeah. And in the summertime, it's like driving over whipped marshmallow frosting. It's just like floating and soft, and, and you step out in it, you might sink to your knees, or or, or further sometimes. Or further. <laughs> but, but in the wintertime, when it's all frozen, think great huge giant piles of frozen horse turds, and it's. Because I have so far to go, like the one the one day is, is 160 kilometers. Mm-hmm. And that's when I go down through the middle and then where all my kitty pens in that are. So I've, I broke out the snowmobile and, and I just discovered tonight that I, I've ruined a track. Well, because there hasn't been very much there's snow. Not, there's not an, a lot of snow. But even with the snowmobile, that, I, I use the Argo for the rest of the check. But for that, that one check, I, I've been using the snowmobile. But I still am averaging like seven, eight kilometers an hour. So like yeah. five, mile, five miles an hour. That's, yeah, that's that, not very, it's and, not great. Yeah. Like, and it makes for a long, bumpy day. Oh, well, I've had whiplash so bad that, I mean, I, I, my, I have a headache because of my head bounce, bouncing around and, and uh, you know, the stress and that, like, it, it, it is really sucked. But we are catching cats. Yeah. How many have we caught now? Seven? Uh, yeah, I think so. Seven. Yeah. Or six. Six or seven, I can't remember which. But anyway, we have a quota in Alberta. There's a quota, so depending on where your line is located, um, how much uh, how much land is involved, it will determine your quota in various areas for various animals. So for us, we have a quota of twenty two lynx and twelve otter. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And 18 fishers. So those are the three 
quota animals and, there's, there's wolverine and, and well. wolverine yeah. and we're only allowed to catch one of those yeah but we don't have many wolverine where no. we are we're just one of those we're uh, people north of us oh yeah all around um, us do we, we yeah. for whatever reason we don't where we are yeah, but, but it could be a lot because of all that um all that muskeg i don't know i yeah. don't know but that's a big part of our with with, with, with links uh and I've I've set up a whole bunch of of cameras again to try and catch what happens because I try and tell people that lynx die really quickly in the snare. Yeah. When you skin them, you have to be careful because their carotid arteries are so exposed that you nick them and they just bleed everywhere, right? And then that's of course as you're pulling the head, right? And then just the blood just because there's, there's no muscles over top of those carotids at all. Like they, yeah. they're right there. You can see them. This is like a fisher is the same way. Yes. Those carotids are right there. So. Uh, I had one though that he he got caught in the neck, and usually there's a whirlwind who's could do there for for half a second, and they, you know, I mean my pens are low rent. Let's let's face it, they're just little sticks stuck in the snow, mm-hmm. right? That's all it takes to stop a lynx, and and so he goes around like the Tasmanian devil twice, and 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 he's dead in in thirty seconds, but he's wrecked my pen. Well, this guy jumped and went through, and then he jumped up again, and I have a. So there's my toggle pole that I have my, my, my snare on, right? right? And my toggle pole, I had, for whatever reason, usually it's, it's up at the top. I take and wire it over back to a branch or a tree or whatever. So they can't go very far, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, this one here, I, for some reason, wired it down lower. Well, he went through there and he jumped back over and he, and, and he managed to loop that, the, the uh, uh, toggle wire yeah. around his neck as well as, as the, you know what? I went in there and I, I cut him out of there and I took two sticks and went... Put a new snare in, and that was it. It was done. <laughs> that, that doesn't happen very often. No, usually you got to rebuild them. Like I said, yeah. they're, they're pretty low rent. But the lynx numbers are up this year. They seem to be. Well, what's happening is we're getting um, a, a more mature average. We had got down pretty low, and then, and then of course, all the, the bunnies came back. And uh, lynx are one of those animals that you're never going to. They're, they're like trying to control rabbits with with. Uh, hunting or, or mm-hmm. chicken or whatever you know they 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 fluctuate up and down right. a lot but now we're we're getting a, a bunch of two three year old lynx now again right and so we're getting a, a bigger average and we're still catching the, the uh, kittens and that so you know you you know that's still happening they're having lots of lots of babies and all but I just had a, a 25 pound male sh- shove his head into a uh, oh a 330 a 330 yeah well, I've been uh, if you watch the show you've seen how we went up north to Steen River with uh, the shobs and and they they're um, stuck wire pens okay you take eight feet of stuck wire 54 inch stuck wire and and you you take and mount it on two poles. The poles are have got to be like 12, 14 inches apart so that mm-hmm. you can wire a, a so three. So trees. Th- yeah. Yeah. Trees. Uh, wire a 330 uh, uh, conibre or uh, body grip trap across there. Now, you set it about a foot off the ground because a wolverine is going to come in and he's going to jump in, right? Mm-hmm. He's Or he's going to take and climb one of the trees, get inside, start eating, and then jump to go out. Right. Like he forgets, he kind of, he forgets that there's, that there's a trap there or whatever. And you, you take and set up snare poles, like poles with, with a, a snare on it all the way around wherever the links are going to walk. And that's usually where you're, you get your, your links. Right. Like, I mean, I've, I've shown it before many times in the show and that there's a links, you know, there's links, but they're always there. They're very seldom getting to the 330. And this was a big male. Yeah. And a big male, and he took and shoved his head. Well, he, he had one leg through, yeah. doing the typical links thing or the yeah. cat thing, right? Trying, trying to sneak in. And, yeah. And, and then... 
he he uh, tripped at the the trigger with the, with his head, and, and that was it. that. Oh yeah, there's not even no movement, no nothing. It's, nope. it, it's, it's over, just, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, they they die pretty quickly. So you you we made notes this time too, so we didn't wander around and get too lost. But one licked off. What does that mean? Well, a wolf came in and uh, one of them was laying there in the snow. It had been snowed on, and I wish it would snow more because the cats move when it snows. Like, well, apparently, it's supposed to snow tonight. Yeah, I yeah. hope so because because uh, you'll go there and the cats will have snow on them, and you'll know you know they they moved during or. Or uh, before the snow, that's that's they have best ability to hunt, and I guess. But lots of times you'll see that there's track, their, their their tracks are nice and fresh in the snow, mm-hmm. and, they, and then they get snowed on as they as they walk out to out in the open and that, and then boom. So I wish it that it snows more, but the one that was dead, and uh, a wolf, a single wolf, the only one that's been on the trap line so far this year, licked the, some of the snow off of it. How it, interesting. Yeah, and I was because you're always worried about that because usually that's what a wolverine does, except he eats them. Mm-hmm. Wolverine eats frozen, like yeah. he eats frozen meat really well. Well, yeah. so does a wolf, but for a wolf to get close to it with that the, the smell of that steel around its yeah. neck, right? That that snare, yeah, that's unusual. That is, yeah. So he licked it off and and then trotted it away. Yeah, didn't pee on it or anything, which was was unusual too. Huh? Well, yeah. something might have bumped him off of it too. You never know. You don't know. You don't yeah. know. But. We did have a Wolverine show up this year. Oh, yeah. The smash and grab. Well, <laughs> it's one of those frustrating things because you can't, I don't know how many, 60 or 80, I probably have 80 pens going, right? Yeah. And more and more of them are, are set up with a 330 on them for in case a Wolverine shows up. Because yeah. you never know where Wolverine's going to be. Usually the big drainages, that kind of stuff is, is yeah. where you look for them to happen. Well, this... Was it was, an unusual spot? It is like uh, not even a, a baseball throw from the busiest road up there. Yep. Okay. And in the middle of the swamp. Yep. And and everything else. Just not a place where where we've ever encountered a wolverine never before. Never even saw a wolverine No tracks. tracks. No, no nothing. No reason really for them to be there. So that, I mean, it could be a number of different things. Could be just, you know, happened to come down that line. Maybe they've been... Maybe that one has been somewhere else, or maybe the numbers are getting better in that area. And I mean, that's one of the things that the Alberta Conservation Association has done is a big study on Wolverine and, the, and they travel a lot. Oh, so, huge. Yeah. you know, that could be part of it as well. Well, and that's the thing. And, and there was always this belief, you know, that's where education is a good thing. There was mm-hmm. always a belief that Wolverine was the, you know, they called it the ghost of the wilderness or whatever yeah. they called it, but that it was, it was very um, fearful of noise and industry and all that. And Wolverine are in downtown Rainbow Lake and, and Zama City all the yeah. time, which which are industrial complexes. Yeah. You know, like Wolverine are not bothered whatsoever by, by vehicles or anything else. No, because I think they think that they can take on anything, really. Well, yeah, they're a big weasel is what yeah. they are. I mean, and they so they got... You know the the little, the little white beasts will will play tug of war with you over a, uh, over a frozen chunk of chicken guts. I can't imagine what a wolverine would do. <laughs> Rip your arm off, probably. Anyway, um, yeah. So that was kind of interesting. So now you're going to probably set up a different kind of pen I did. there. I did. And He'll never put, come back. No. Well, you never know. We might be back. Well, we're going to go up again tomorrow for another trip, and yeah. you never know what we're going to run into. Well, I took into uh, and. I actually put in a wire cage yeah. and I set a 3.30 there. All he did is he went in and he, he smashed his way through the side of like the, yeah. the low rent 
<laughs> pen that I had there. And and then he just went and, and took the stick and he ate the stick that had my lure on it. Yeah. I've never had anything other than a cat ever be attracted to the to And they the just licked it off or yeah. rubbed themselves all over or it or whatever. Them. Yeah. Uh, but, but he ate the stick. He so, ate it, yeah. Yeah. And, Ben and smashed everything and left, you know. Yeah. I mean, of course, he would go under all of the snares because the snares are set for cats, so they're yeah. set higher, and <laughs> so no no loss there. But it was frustrating because he's a big track. Yeah. He'd be a really nice Wolverine, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, one of these days. Yeah. One of these days we're going to catch one. <laughs> so it's it's really cool, though, because lots of our friends catch them, and, uh, and they're all north and or west of us. Yeah. So... You never know. I mean, maybe populations are just are just getting better, and they're starting to move around territory, and they've found their way down to our place. So that would be okay. They sure seem to be getting better. Yeah. That's good. That's a good thing to see. Yeah. And, and I like that we've uh, the little bit of work that we've done on that is has indicated the population is way higher than they've ever been. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean that that's something that that trappers have been involved with, and I think we've talked about it on previous podcasts. But just the the, the citizen science that is helping to uncover um, and dispel a lot of myths about fur-bearing animals, in particular the wolverine, in this case, um, really cool, really cool. And I want to talk then about um, fur sales. Fur sales. The updates so far. Now, there's been some, uh, like the Thompson uh, fur, tables. fur tables went mm-hmm. off. Uh, what, some went off in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. There's, there's been a, a little bit of, of fur sales going on. Now, coyotes are very strong. Yeah. Coyotes, the Western coyotes are very, very strong. And it, it is nothing for fur buyers to be paying 130 a coyote right now. Wow. So that suggests if a fur buyer is paying that, they're the middleman, and yeah. then it goes to auction from there, or they might have... Do they have agreements with some you, of the other you don't know. Like end somebody use like buyers? G, somebody like GFW, yeah, probably. I mean, they're they're a large companies, so they probably do. Have, maybe they have a deal with Canada Goose or whatever. I don't yeah. know, but I do know for the most part that when a fur buyer is buying, he's he's his product is going to the auction. Yeah, so, so there is an expectation then if fur buyers are paying a hundred and whatever 130 a, a for uh, for coyotes that they're going to go higher than that so that's cool although some of the other fur well, is auction. not fetching as high I guess, I guess the thing to talk about first off though is the difference between auction and and dealing with a fur buyer okay i mean when you send off to auction you've got a, a wait time okay? yes like for the big auction that's going to happen this year for with fur harvesters is um and that happens in North Bay, Ontario. It's it's the, their last receiving date is January nineteenth. Oh, I thought it was a tenth. Yeah, I looked it up. January nineteenth. Oh. There are <laughs> go to their website at, yeah. at furharvesters.com. Yeah. And check because your area might be different. I mean, okay. there is shipping involved and all that yep. kind of stuff, right? But um, so you send it off, and then there's you know you got to pay a percentage of your sale goes to the auction. Yep. There is some. Um, a charge well, because for, they ser- they provide a service to well, sure, sell they, that fur, so they, they have to have they, something uh, for it, and that's not unusual. No, they, but they you're drum not going to get fur to make it look good. Yep. So it goes through a dumbing, and there, there's I think it's a buck a pelt or something that, yeah. for that kind of handling. And so there are some charges there, and you have to wait then after the auction. Then there's a, a period, and then you get your money. Yeah. And so if you if you can wait, usually your best dollars come from the auction. Yep. The, and everybody with, watches online. I'm sure that most of our viewers on this is uh, are very familiar with, because 
boy, the Facebook page really lights up the day of the auction because everybody's on there watching what the prices are doing and whatnot. So it's kind of cool. But, but if you're dealing with a fur buyer, they, yeah. there, there's an upside to the fur buyer. It's cash in your hand that day. Yeah. And and there's no waiting and there's there's yeah. no waiting involved and there's no there's no there, there's none of the other other charges. You take yeah. a lower price, guaranteed. Yeah. You know that one thirty coyote might 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 have went for one seventy or one eighty at the auction. Who knows, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, most of the fur is 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 pulling better numbers. Yeah. Which is a good thing to say. Uh, everybody's waiting to see what this first auction. Is. We were kind of surprised at the muskrat prices. Well, yeah. Now, when you look at the fur tables, and the fur yeah. tables are are generally, I mean, they're, they're usually cash in hand. Yeah. And so they're. You know, you're selling to a fur buyer, and they're and they're uh, expecting to make a profit uh, at the auction. Exactly, but muskrat was was averaging three dollars. Three dollars, yeah, yeah, which we thought was pretty good. So I would imagine, you know, like just past years now, they might be they might average seven seven dollars. Well, they might at the and, auction. And what typically happens, or what what we've seen happen anyway, is when mink prices go way up, yeah. then. Um, then people go to muskrat. Well, uh, there are no there, there are no ranched furs at all at fur harvest. No, no, I know that, but I'm just saying when you know, like, I mean, there have been and there have yep. been yep. the prices have been elevated. We talked about this on the last on the last podcast around NAFA and the and and the ranched fur industry and a little bit about that. But I used to have I used to have those arguments with them about about that their ranch fur stuff wasn't good for the for the wild fur. And, oh, no, it's not true. It's not true. And then when the bottom started falling out and then it was, mm-hmm. they're all long faces and they're moaning about, well, as soon as a female mink hits $12, then, then it's going to kill the muskrat uh, mm-hmm. market. And I says, what? Well, yeah, because if you, um, um, it, a female mink is the same as four or five uh, muskrat. Right. So then, you know, muskrat have got to be worth a lot less than twelve bucks. You know, right. You know, for for four or five of them, you got to you know you got to buy a buck each kind of thing to to make it worthwhile to work with a muskrat rather than to work with that single mink. And I says, and you're the ones that always told me that it, that ranch fur had nothing to do yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But oh well, people forget what their talking points are sometimes. So anyway, I mean, we there's there's been some there is some um, reasons to be buzz. Yeah excited about maybe where fur prices are going this year oh and if you are a beaver guy caster like five bucks an ounce that was at the fur tables right five bucks an ounce yep okay that is the the and that's at the fur tables once again yeah and you know that that stuff is going back. and that also goes at the auction yeah so uh you know there's there's good money in just doing the caster for, for yeah. beaver. well and then you know i mean Think about what else. I mean, I know a lot of people are, are trapping and, and they want to get good prices for their fur, but consider what else you might be able to do that would elevate the, you know, your, your, um, your take on your fur. Like consider doing things like pillows like this and, yeah. and whatnot, because you can work with somebody to, to do that. You just, I mean, th- and these are. Look at the feedback we've got on them already. Oh. And the people that have already contacted Sissons, yeah. Sissons to uh, to uh, uh, get some work done with them. One of the things I want to talk about here is if you want to check out the auction, um, it's at furharvesters.com. And first-time shippers do not need to set up an account. Once they get your fur, they will uh, issue you a number and set up an account for you. And then 
then you can uh, watch everything happen online, that kind of stuff. But do mm -hmm. not, you do not have to have an account before shipping. So if you go to their website, it has the shipping inf in information, it has the ed uh, agent information, pickup schedules, and condition of, sh uh, of sale. Yeah. Like the, the pickup schedules is, is really important. It is. Most of the like most of the places here in Canada, and that is going to be January nineteenth. Some yeah. of the more remote areas, it's going to be before that. Yeah. So pay attention to whatever's on the website because that's where you're going to get your best information. Please don't rely on on our dates that we're giving you because they may be different in your area. <laughs> what you think we might get stuff wrong? <laughs> no, not wrong. Just you know that I mean you can't just hang your hat on one source of information. So we always today, encourage no. people to. To seek out the, you know, read for yourselves, discover for yourselves. We'll we'll help you in in, you know, giving you where to go and um, and so on, so that you can get that information fairly easily. Everybody has a phone these days, so yeah. it's, the information is really at your fingertips, literally. Yeah, the average car has more commuting uh, computing ability today than than what NASA had when they sent the first moon to the or first rocket to the moon. That's a little <laughs> scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we're we're done. I think we are. I think we just we'll just put out one last um, uh, encouragement, I guess, for you to get in touch with us in terms of guests and. Yes. Guess Topics. ideas. Give, give us give us some feel. Like I mean, we're operating in in a vacuum here. We want to know what people want. Like, uh, does a subscription service work? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what people want. Well, I guess you know, depending on on the feedback that we get in terms of what content people are looking for, then we can make a determination as to how how best to to deliver that for people. And sometimes it's scary because I can remember when. Way back, 20-some 20, 20 years ago, we first started with uh, producing TV, and it was a hunting show. And, you know, you'd, you'd be on a, a, a hunting board, a yes. forum on, and you'd say, <laughs> well, what do you guys think? Uh, should we have, you know, what do you think about music? And one guy was, I hate music, should be no music. And the next guy, well, you need more rock and roll. And yeah. it was like back and forth. It was like, well, that was a dumb question. <laughs> and we don't like commercials. Can you make it commercial free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not on television, you can't. But that is the beauty of a lot of other uh, methods of delivery is that you yep. don't have to have commercials either. But somehow we have to get paid for that content. And that's well, how and that's how that works with TV. So. Well, right now we, we get paid for I'm, everything else is being supported by the TV. Yes. Like all of the digital stuff, yes. this podcast, everything is being Correct. supported by the TV. So if we can come up with a, uh, a format that, that allows us to uh, not have to pay a TV channel, yeah. you know, and, and still go ahead and produce more and more. And be pretty exclusive to the trapping world. So, well, and I mean, personally, I mean, I don't, doing a, doing a, a video on those skulls and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then to have it demonetized. Yeah. You know, like the, you, you kind of shy away from stuff that you're, you're going to get demonetized on. Right. Yeah. And, and that's bad because I mean, there's a lot of good information out there. There's a lot of stuff that we should be showing people. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, it has been a slice, a pleasure, and maybe <laughs> we'll see you down the line. 